Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Coming to you live from the Cross Country Mortgage Campus in Berea, Ohio, this is Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Here are your hosts, Bo Bishop and Nathan Zagura. All right, let's do it live on a Monday edition. Merely Bo, the great Z, the gray. Well, I see you're appropriately dressed for the gray. I am, yeah. It's camo. I have the gray pants on, so. We're, we're inverted. Yeah, we're inverted. We are inverted. Yeah. yeah it's nice. Yeah. It's good. The, uh, yesterday we were uh, over in your neck of the woods, and we were we had some youth basketball in the morning and then had some business I had to do over on the east side and um, be, before we were headed home, and we were at the Whole Foods, and we were walking in, and it was like right around 1 o'clock, and it was that snowy, slush, windy grossness that was happening. Where it was yeah. like a rainy like it was like everything was coming this way diagonally at you uh half of it was snow some was slush and some was rain like it was all of it really the full moisture specter spectrum and i said to uh beamsy i said uh what do you think of this dude what do you think of this weather i want to go to california right now yeah same brother i mean i feel like you've never had more momentum there's probably true. If you true. if you were trying to extricate yourself from this situation as yeah. somebody who with your necessary means, they're necessary they're means they're behind. Could. They're the boys are behind it. They're 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 in. No, but I then I would lose you. I can't do that. We could listen. We could do that. We could do. You could be anywhere and do. Look this at little Uno's little me. face. How could I leave him? I like. Listen, I'm not going to so talk happy. you out of it because you've been so happy. Write this so all happy. down. This is so he's he's really emotionally out. second guessing all of it. Yeah. How you doing? Did you have a nice weekend? Great weekend. Yeah, it was awesome. Got a lot of stuff done around the house. A little spring cleaning, but and then got to settle in. I would have enjoyed one game each day. Same for sure. Same. I think that's yeah. yeah for I'm sure. Appreciative that they're playing them at six thirty. They're done at ten. It's that's fantastic. Uh, yeah. They've done that the whole playoffs, which has been a huge win to like have these six thirty kicks. And wild card weekend absolutely needs to be two Saturday, two Sunday, yeah. two Monday. Yeah. The the. They, they'll, what they'll have to do is make sure they'll have to the Monday one they're gonna have to make sure it's either dome or warm weather so because otherwise you run into what happened in Buffalo yeah nobody wants um, that. and you don't want that but no I I think the two 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 works on the wild card I think this three three six thirty works when you have to and I do think that if you were doing um, if you were if you were doing this right you play a game at 630 on Saturday you play a game at 630 on Sunday I think that's the sweet spot it was a lot of football. I mean, it's your seven hours. You're kind of okay, and it's in. intense. It's, it's, it's easier really to give intense. one game yeah. like your full attention for three hours, and then now we ended up going over to uh, my buddy E Bell's house with the cook yesterday for the first game, and then we came home. Kind of left like, like the at the end of the third quarter. It's a good window so, there. As so long, the, how far was the drive? Because you got to calculate twelve that. minutes. Okay, yeah, so but fine. we had on. Yeah, you're fine on the you're phone the whole drive home. Yeah, so we had fine, it with. Yeah. Um, and then we went back home, and then we hosted Kayla's whole family came over because they're all, you know, Kayla's dad's from Detroit. 
they're you know Lions fans certainly. And so we had them over, and we had the the Coney Dog, which is somehow a Detroit thing. It is. It's true. We did extensive research. Like Coney Island. It's it's not because of Coney. They were somebody was telling the story last night. Yes, there are hot dogs on Coney Island. Yeah. That's famous Coney Island dog. They just called it that because I think the people that made this and brought this to Detroit like remembered the name of Coney Island when they oh, went through. It. So okay. it's called a Coney dog. But it's Give me the hot dog, beanless chili. So meat sauce? Hormel makes a canned beanless chili, and that's really what they call it calls for. Some chopped white onion, and then if you would like some shredded cheddar on top. So that sounds like like what they do with the Skyline Chili with the dogs. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. So that's the operation. Yeah. Okay. Our All dad right. loved it. And then for San Francisco, we did uh, clam chowder, and then I, I grilled some sourdough. Since we didn't have the bowls, we weren't making yeah. the bowls, that sourdough bread bowls. Yeah. And then did that, and it was delicious. That's and a little steak. It was great. Uh, the clam chowder is always an interesting one for you because you don't like the cream. Except it, clam chowder. Except clam chowder. That's, that's the right. one exception for yeah. the cream. That was the biggest can. fight ever between me and Miss Kay. Pure W. <laughs> She couldn't believe it when I ordered because it. Because you had been, a, I, I would yeah. side with her Staunch on this. Staunch anti-cream, like, and then I ordered clam chowder. Anti-cream, and she's and like, all of a sudden, I don't even know you. Who are you? Yeah, who are you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, it was great. It was, it was, that's good. It was fun. Um, got into Griselda big time. Is that good? <laughs> yeah. Here's all, a, all uh, subtitles or no? No, it's all English. Oh, okay, okay, good. Um, I mean, they speak in Spanish at times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fine. Narcos was so good because they allowed for everything to develop over time. Like you had a the whole season. One in Colombia or yes. the one in Me- the Mexico no, one? Colombia. Colombia one. Yeah. Pablo. Pablo. You yeah. had a whole season kind of just like understanding who Pablo was. Yeah. What made him the way he was. Yes. Then you got the ascension. You got to fully enjoy the like Fruits excess of, the labor. of yeah. like you had a few episodes on that. Then you get into the paranoia. Then you get into the down and, and all of it. But mm-hmm. it, it gave you twenty. Like you had time to really understand the different characters and get in. This is that condensed into six episodes. So like, oh, they, so it's like a six episode and that's it. That's it. They're not so doing they this. like yada yada. When she like takes over, basically, they go like three years later, the very next episode. So you don't even get to see the like peak, the, the build. fun, the whole whatever. You get a li- it. Everything just happens too fast, and it would be so fascinating that I wish it had started. 20 years prior and you get her whole story yeah. but she's great yeah, she's great she high high recommendation all right and you got to get it in because we got curb coming back sunday so right. oh my god that's it right it's yeah. there's a lot i gotta jam a lot in here buddy. yeah um is this peak nfl niners chiefs no this weekend like this time in the sport right now and here's the case i would make for it these games will both do 50 million probably right um the sport has never been popular um, the sport has never been more popular, not only yeah. on an island individually by itself, but against its traditional competitors, i.e. the rest of sports. The only thing, el- the only other thing in sports that's even, and it's not really in the vicinity, but the, the only other thing in sport that is trending up from a television viewer standpoint is college football. So it's the minor league to the NFL sure. is feeding into the NFL. It's the only other thing that's trending up. And, and beyond that, it's really the only other thing in entertainment that continues to get more and more people year in and year out over and over and over again it is squashing as squashed annihilated everything and then you get a championship sunday where we sit and watch for seven and a half hours two really compelling games both incredibly competitive one thing that you rarely see in the nfl nowadays is something that happens in college quite a bit the 
where you get like a Georgia TCU game where it's a beatdown. Like sometimes that happens in a college yeah. game. You get that. You don't get that in the NFL now. Most of the games are great. Most of the Super Bowls are very competitive. The championship games are very, very competitive. A t- everybody in the planet is watching it. You care about it regardless whether your team's in it or not. While everything else is receding and eyeballs and attention and viewership and they talk about, wow, we're being pulled in this direction, this, this, this. NFL says, nope, rocket ship. Rocket ship. I just I don't know that the sport's ever been bigger or more popular Definitely not. versus its competition than it is right now. Yeah, and no. this is it's like well, I'm I'm sitting there last night when that was all over, I'm going like, my God, like seventeen to ten, Mahomes, Kelsey Brothers, Lamar, and then into Niners and Dan Campbell and Eminem and Taylor Swift and combined hundred and ten million people watched. It, that's it. It's just, and everything else has just div- been annihilated. Is the divisional weekend because you have two Saturday, two Sunday? I mean, it's this two week stretch. Call it from the kickoff of the divisional week to the end yeah. of the championship. That is as peak as it gets. Yeah, and I do think that, like in this moment in time, in twenty twenty four, the gap has never been bigger. No, NFL's king. Yeah, and it's it's just there's nothing else. I mean, there's nothing else that is universally watched, consumed, talked about. Every once in a while, there'll be a show that crosses over. I mean, you and I love Curb, but like three million people watch Curb. Like yeah. it's not, you know what I mean? Like every once in a while, there's a Game of Thrones or a Yellowstone, something that does like 15 million. And that's sure. huge, you know, but yeah, like still that it's still not even a third. No, right. There was a time you and I and Gibby, we're all old enough here. Do we remember when like, you know, Seinfeld to do 30 some million people on a Thursday or Cheers to do 30 million people. And, you know, those finales to do 80 million like there was a time when like television did this. It doesn't anymore. Well, there were like four channels for sure that but everybody that, had. But that's what makes this even more amazing. Yes. Is that while. You know, like a Squid Game or something like that happens on Netflix, and and the difference there is that you can watch that at your pace. In the NFL, you have to watch it on their pace, live. You cannot DVR it, you cannot miss it, or you miss everything. Yeah, it's stunning. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's great because we're a part of it. Yeah, no, it is. But it's it's a wild. It's just never. It hit me last night when it was all done. Like, man, like, what a. This is it. I think this is it. I think this is peak NFL. I think we're in it right now. Now, the good news is... I still is, think we're... That's as I say. The peak can continue. Correct. It doesn't have to stop. Like, th- we could still be it's on the undiscovered ascent. Undiscovered summit. Yeah, we could still be in the crescendo. Hello, Gibby. Is the better... Hi. Is the better weekend divisional playoffs, or is it championship Sunday? I think it's the... I think it's the eight days that begins with Saturday of the divisional playoffs and ends... If you're going to make that. me choose, I'm going to take this weekend over last, because as... With with kids, I can't. There's no way that I could yeah, give 14 hours to football. Sure, like on the divisional and weekend. the stakes. I had to make sacrifices on the divisional weekend. There were no sacrifices made yesterday. Yeah. Like the Super Bowl Correct. is on the line. Super Bowl's on the line. This That's, is yeah, the stakes are the, the stakes are enormous. Yeah. It, the, it usually like any sort of weaknesses have been weeded out. The teams that are in it are legitimate. You don't. You're never going to get Cinderella in the championship games. It rarely happens. The Giants a long time ago, but it's it's rare that that happens anymore. Usually when you get to the championship, it's like Brady, Manning, you know, Lamar, uh, Pat Mahomes, 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 Mahomes. You know, the Niners have been in this spot over and over and over again. Detroit earned everything that went their way. They had every, it, it had every story. It's, a, you know, all of it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's the championship weekend. I think it's the one that's – it's the most doable, and it's the most can't miss because the next game's the Super Bowl. Okay, awesome. so my follow-up is we had this conversation last week whether or not we would want – a game Saturday night and a game Sunday night. Yeah. I like the two games back to back on Sunday. Yeah. One day. My wife knew at three o'clock yesterday <laughs> we were done for the weekend with whatever tasks needed to be done. Yeah. I would like one of one on each day. 
I just think it's fun. But I, I think it, I, yesterday fine. was fine. It was I, yesterday was great. It's I like awesome. the start, and I like that it does not have a huge gap. It's like ten minutes. This game's ending. I love now that. we're playing. Yes, I I would prefer a Saturday and a Sunday. That's in large part because of you know kind of where we live and the climate and all of that. Like you know Saturday night, it would have been awesome to just be locked into a game and then Sunday night be locked into a game. It's a yeah. lot to sit there and watch for seven and a half hours, which we all did. You know, it was there. I wish that it was spread out, you know, um, even something as simple as like, this is the second week in a row. Like even something as simple as like having dinner, like we always have dinner around six. It's not like, exactly I, easy. I, I was making dinner as the Chiefs game was ending, you know, so I couldn't like keep a total eye on it. Whereas if they were split, that would be sure. different. I mean, it's, but this is we're nitpicking. It was it was sensational. It was sensational. And. The league delivers and delivers and delivers. It was it was sensational theater. I know we'll get into the breakdown of it, but I just want to run that by you guys in terms of just the the peak of it. No, I I agree with it. I, I type this is another a good adver- advertisement for the sous vide is that that allows you to yeah. type these things up perfectly. So we had our apps kind of in that little break between the two, yeah. And then I had the flank steak <laughs> and the sous vide going, and we were able to time everything up. So at halftime, boom, they went right on the grill, sliced, everybody's eating, and by the time like you finish. With that, yeah. you're getting the second half kick. It was great. That is money. You, with the, the, the age of your guests, that's more possible. That's right. They're adults. Yeah, yeah they're adults. <laughs> they're adults. Not small children, yes. Yeah. So that's, that, that was part of it. But, it, no, it was great. I thought the, uh, the Burke, Kevin Burkhardt and, uh, and Olsen are tremendous. Olsen's Very tremendous. Good. Very good. He's awesome. Very I think good. Romo is floundering. Oof. He's floundering. He was – one point yesterday, it was like start of the fourth quarter, and it – I don't know if it was when Lamar – when did Lamar throw into the triple coverage for the pick? Was that like eight minutes? In the, fourth quarter. Yeah, in the fourth quarter. It was in the fourth, yeah. but it wasn't like two minutes left. Like no. it was – there was still a lot. And he goes, he goes, that's it. Game over, Jim, unless it isn't. I went, what are we doing? Kind of a comment is that. What are we doing, man? Like – Uno had a great point this morning when we were putting together the rundown. He's like, is he starting to bring down Nance? I think Nance is annoyed. I think Nance is annoyed. I think he's annoyed. I do. I think he was annoyed initially because he was doing the play guessing, which took away his job. But then he kind of wrote it because it was a, you know, well, it, was it, cool. it was a phenomenon at that time. But now I do think he's I, to me he seems annoyed. Wow, look at that! That your 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 refrigerator is cold. Give We're me gonna one of those. Yeah. ice. Can I get one of those ice? Yeah. In I hope the fridge ain't on the fritz. That I'd would like be some bad. Ice in my water, that'd be great. I did. Those came from outside this morning, so they might have been sitting outside frozen okay. and right. have thought out yeah, looks so good thoroughly. Job. Yeah, this is literally there's, there's ice in it. I like that. Very a little good. ice chunk little ice. keeps yeah. it nice and cold. Yeah, very good. Um, Fox has some decisions. <clears throat> Supposedly, yeah. I don't know why, but well, because they gave him three hundred million if he signed that contract, and you can't have him doing studio. For that, I mean, you. Why not? They already have a thousand people doing studio. They do. Well, because four million people watch studio and fifty some million watch game. Are you really going to hey, hey, hold on. Let me, let me You could put him team. in there with Olson. Let like me you go. Wals- Olson Brady. No, just leave them alone. Devil's advocate. Okay. He on the studio could perhaps take it from four million to five million, which is twenty percent increase. Do you think? Do you think the game's going to change? Like, do you think anybody? No, more? it's it's not about the rating the though. Prestige. With it, it's the prestige of it, and it's it's the prestige of having him on the call. It's the prestige of when you go to meet advertisers. This is the guy up front to meet. Like in the old days at Fox, you would have met like the cast of nine hundred two and zero. Who's Super Bowl is it this year? It's CBS. Uh, CBS. Nance and Romo. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. 
Nance Romo in Vegas. Hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. It's they, was it Fox last good. year? Yeah. So they got yeah. the he's so he did it. They did, did a Super Bowl. So then maybe they make him the number two team. I don't know. It sucks because he's really good. Yes, he's very very good. Yeah, it's a good. Why not make Brady broadcast. be number two at first and then see how good he is? Be- you ask the question, you know the answer. I don't know. I don't know. If he, I don't even know if he wants to do that. Well, that's the, I'm sure what they're all hoping because they don't really need him to do it. Well, they could adding him to the mix buttresses the lineup. Like what? I think it, it buttresses is. like the advertiser thing, sure. right? Because it allows you to go put him in front of enormous advertisers and say, "This is the face of Fox." Brady it's- was just running around in Australia with Dabo at the National Rugby League award show or something like that. Was Brady really? was there throwing passes and like emceeing it. Well, that is a country with a rich history of supermodels. So, yeah, maybe that was the operation. So I got a video from Dabo. He's like, yeah, Brady's here. I'm Brady's like, here. What do you mean? Why is he here? Yeah. In Brisbane? Yeah. I'll be damned. It was, like a, it was a big na- the rugby league <laughs> like their awards. Banquet, banquet or something. And they yeah. flew him to Australia for it. And yeah, he was I'm like, sure yeah, I'll go. I'm sure he got paid a pretty penny. Suppose <laughs> he need it. Guess he got to Australia. He's got little kids. Like he's like, he's like, listen, I got to go to Australia. Uh, what do you, go to Australia. You imagine that conversation with Giselle. So where are you going to be? Don't you have the kids this weekend? I'm sorry, I got to go to Australia. Yeah. For what? I'm going to present an award at the National Rugby League. Oh, that's justifiable. Um, hey, we got some reportedly's kids. We got Big some reportedly's. Lots of reportedly's. Lots um, of reportedly's. All right. So report. So for the reported offensive coordinator position that is reportedly vacant. Um, with Alex Van Pelt uh, going in another direction, reportedly. The Browns are reportedly hiring former Bills offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey as their new offensive coordinator. Now, Dorsey was most famous as being the quarterback at the University of Miami when they had one of the most absurdly talented teams of all time, and he was a spectacular quarterback, a Heisman finalist. He was a quarterback here um, and was most recently the offensive coordinator of the Buffalo Bills before being removed middle of the season for Joe Brady. So he's got a long history as a quarterback coach. Mm-hmm. He was a quarterback coach in Carolina beginning in 2013 and had that job with the Carolina Panthers from 2013 until 2017. And, and under that, in that era, Cam Newton had his best season, was the MVP of the National Football League. Then was a quarterback coach in Buffalo 2019, 2020. 2021, he was quarterback coach and the passing game coordinator. 2022, became the offensive coordinator in his first year. As the offensive coordinator, they were the number one scoring offense and the number two total offense. So that seems pretty good. Uh, The next year, this year, they were the number uh, four total offense and they were number six in yards and points. I'm sorry. Number four total offense, number six in scoring offense. Obviously, he was removed halfway through the season. Um, But we talked a lot about kind of I thought what – they were looking for and reportedly what I I kept saying was reportedly because well yeah well nothing's going to be updated or changed until we get a press release eventually reportedly I mean what they're reportedly looking for yes current OC who's reportedly not our OC is interviewing in Tampa today I don't know so I'm looking at this I know all right so um so anyway. anyway so what I was saying is the thing that to me I thought they would be looking for was somebody who were great in the under center, were great in the hard play action, the outside zone, all the Stefanski, Kubiak stuff. And I think a lot of people thought we need to get somebody who does that, like 
Clint Kubiak or somebody who's from that Shanahan, Kubiak, McVay type tree. Yeah. Our guy's really good at that. We have that here. We have somebody who I think is as good as that as anybody. He's probably going to win coach of the year again. So that's not what we needed. What I was saying all along is we need somebody who is versed in the shotgun, RPO, spread, dropback game. We need somebody who has that skill set, works with quarterbacks that are involved in the run game, works with quarterbacks who are more comfortable in the shotgun. Well, guess what? Cam Newton was that way. Josh Allen was that way. Mm -hmm. We saw Josh Allen certainly develop under Dorsey and, in fact, reach new heights in 2022 when Dable actually left to go to the Giants, and he became the offensive coordinator. So I don't know why it didn't work out this year. What I can say is he brings an expertise in the style of quarterback play that I think is most beneficial to who our quarterback is. You had two choices. You either need this offense to install this going into the offseason, install things in it that Deshaun Watson is immensely comfortable with, Yep. Or you needed Deshaun Watson to become immensely comfortable with his back to the defense. I think you need both of those things. And, and ideally, you'd get both. Yes. Right? But you have to – those things have to happen. You watch the games this weekend and you see what is, what is required to, to get to the ultimate level. Those are the, those are the steps that you got to go on to get there. So, ideally, this turns into both. You've always had the right read on this from the standpoint of, Anytime I saw any of the Kubiak, I, this never made sense. We have that. We don't. We've need, got. We've got. The we've guy got who that might, guy who's got as, the masters in it. It's as like, good as anybody. So you don't need that. That isn't. That was never it. Yeah. That was never going to be it. Agreed. Um. Do you think this means he's given up play calling? Because I would think not. I don't. I, I don't, don't either. I don't. I don't think he should. I'd like him to keep calling plays. I think Me he's too. great he's, at it. I think he's very, very good. very good at it. I think this is. I think Dorsey can be an OC quarterback coach and be kind of in charge of that element of the offense and putting yeah. that part of it in. I and I think that's going to be a big, big thing. And I think it's going to look different than a lot of things we've seen in the past. Yeah. You're going to see a lot more of that spread stuff. You're going to see a lot more short passes that turn into big plays. You're going to see more attacking vertically on plays that aren't just hard play action or that aren't based off of a run action. You're going to see some shots that you can get organically out of the drop back game, more of a vertical drop back game. So I think it's good things. Um, and we'll see. That's the one. If, if there's anything I want people to take away from what I'm saying now, I think that Ken Dorsey's regarded as being a very intelligent guy. So I think that fits with the, the people in our building. He's had a, a good track record with quarterbacks getting better under his watch. Yep. Cam did. Josh Newton. Uh, Josh Allen did as well. And I think he has an expertise in a style of offense that is probably more comfortable and beneficial to our quarterback than the current area of expertise in this building and that's and and i also think that deshaun and i've said this before needs to do everything he can with his back to the the that hard play action game because then we have everything we can they run got it all we got we can run it all which would be i think make us very multiple kevin always talks about that and make us very difficult to defend the browns are also reportedly hiring former texans jacques cesar am i saying that right as the new defensive line coach, reportedly, reportedly hiring him. Yep. I don't know about that sentence. I don't know if we we might have to work on that. He's not 
former Texans. He's former Texans defensive line coach. He's not a former. He's not former Texans. No, he's not a former Texans. No, uh, he's responsible for helping uh, guide multiple Texans defensive line. Who knows? Who wants defense. to jump in and defend he wants himself. to jump in? He's a former Charger. That it's former Texans defensive line coach played for the San Diego Chargers in the NFL. There you go. Okay, but that is not the sentence. That's not what the no, sentence says. That's not what it says on the Completely botched the sentence. Okay, all right, very good. Uh, <laughs> go for defense, a run around the block. Current <laughs> defensive fun. line coach Ben Bloom is expected to remain with the team in some capacity. capacity. Again, that's got to be reportedly too, right? That is, would be, all that be would reportedly. Also be reportedly. I love Ben Bloom. So I do too. I hope that Ben Bloom is good. You know what I'm mostly happy about? Like, I guess if, if all of this happens reportedly, if all that is being reported is happening, would that mean that offensively we're done hiring people for this cycle? I think so, and then that would allow us. But there could be minor assistance. But I suppose we still reportedly would need a running back coach. No, reportedly that's Deuce Staley. Oh, that's right. I yeah. lose track. Here's the because rep- here I'm see I'm on the website. Here's the reportedly. Not, Here's the reportedly. OC Ken Dorsey. Reportedly, running still. back Deuce Staley. Yeah. Reportedly. Tight end coach Tommy Reese, reportedly. Okay, so and D line coach Jacques Cesar. Right now, reportedly. we would be at our full. Okay, reportedly. So reportedly, here's the, you, you want to know the biggest. Wilhelm, right? You want to know the biggest win in all of this? The word reportedly. Sure. No Art Smith. No. That would have been awful for us here on this program. Would have was he interviewing with the Pukers over probably, the weekend? He was, and it would have it would have hastened my exit because there would be audio that would be. All of us would have to. We'd all be gone. We would be headed. Yeah, we could to, get called in for we, that. We'd be headed to Santa Fe faster than any of us had anticipated, which might not be the worst thing. Um, given the weather, given the weather, it might not be. Um, all right, we'll do one thought on conference championship weekend. Uh, we've got your Griff uh, fact of oh, the baby. day coming up as well. We're all very very excited about that. We've got the Brownie Awards. We're going to be handing out some awards today in the first hour of the program. You had a lot of fun coming your way, kids. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Bo here for my friends at Jim Beam. What do sports and Jim Beam have in common? Both are better when enjoyed with others. So grab a bottle, gather your friends, enjoy the game. Because with Jim Beam, you come as fans and leave as family. Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey, 40% alcohol by volume. Copyright the 2024 James B. Beam Distilling Company. Claremont, Kentucky. Drink it smart. Um, all right. One thought, Gibby. Hello, Gibby. Hi. Yeah. Let's I mean, it. we can go into multiple thoughts because we really haven't broken things down no here. is this is that what we want to do do you want to break it down right now sure let's do it yeah because we're gonna have a little fun later on it's All a right. week we got a week long picking out the best browns game of the year with I the like help it. of the fans i like it so uh first up the afc championship game 
Chiefs 17, Ravens 10. I want you to know I woke up yesterday morning and I said, I actually had a moment where I'm like, who do it's not about who I want to see in the Super Bowl. Who do I want to hear about for the next two weeks at nauseum? Do I want to hear about the Ratbirds? Yeah. Or do I want to hear about Kelsey and Swift and all the Swifties? Yeah. Because I was on the fence for a, for a brief minute. Sure. And then I was like, what are you doing, you moron? Like, hey. Art Modell. The, the, it's the Ravens. They suck. You want nothing but bad things for that <laughs> franchise and for everyone else. Yeah. I want Simone paying for seafood towers. Welcome yeah. to the offseason, Simone. Yep. I'm with you. And, I and, love it. And then it was like, what are you doing, Gibbs? How could you even have that thought in your head? So it's funny, like, like I when I pick, I'm never picking against Mahomes again. Like, I'm just not. I think that was done. a good move on your part. Yeah, I think he's uh, he's inevitable. He's just inevitable, and he wasn't crazy great in this game. They didn't need him to be, but at no point did I think that they would lose. Did you ever think that Kansas City was going to lose? As soon as they scored first, I'm like, they're good. No, but then they got that big touchdown back to Zay Flowers. I mean, they could have. They turned the ball over in the end zone basically twice. I just feel like any, even if it ever would have been tied, he would have no, won and scored. No, it felt like they were, yeah. And would've Kelsey was automatic. Were, yeah, he was automatic. They were taking their time. They were yeah. bleeding clock. Yes. You know, so, like, to me it just felt like that. I, I think my number one takeaway from this is now, I mean, this is six straight AFC championship games for them. It's four Super Bowl appearances for them. He's going for his third. He's he'll be twenty eight, and he's going for his third Super Bowl. Like no, he's, Brady's seven is is so far out there. He won't even be halfway if he wins it. Um, but the other thing that's amazing about him, guys, he he elevates in the postseason. So his his regular season level is otherworldly, yes. and then in the postseason he gets better than that against the best teams in the best competition in the biggest moments. He's better. That's nuts. That is nuts. It was interesting to me, though, that they couldn't put them away. Like, they came they away couldn't. empty when they got the sack strip fumble deep in Baltimore territory. The back-to-back holding penalties, remember? It, it surprised me that they couldn't put Baltimore's them very In the away. second half, they Baltimore had like 65 yards of total offense. <laughs> the Chiefs. That big pass play on yeah. third down. That was a heck of a catch by Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Baltimore's very good. Very good. You know, that's the other – they're very talented. They're very good. I mean, that blitz Kyle Hamilton got, the way they hit that, and he got went unencumbered into Mahomes. You can make crazy. the argument he was the best player on the field yesterday. Well, that's – I mean, we he talked was, about him in the draft. Yeah. As soon as we saw it, no, not there. Ugh. Gross. Gross. Um, same like Patrick. Same with Patrick Queen. Yeah, like, no, that was a there. physical game, too. It was a punch in the mouth. It was intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. I tell you what, I think Mahomes – not that he was bored with everything going through Kansas City. I think he's absolutely yeah. thoroughly enjoyed going on the road, silencing crowds, and, mm-hmm. and being the underdog. Yeah, it's it's funny. They start they started the Super Bowl as, as plus two. It was, it was Niners minus two. It's already down to one. Um, I, I don't understand how you can make him an underdog. I don't care how good San Francisco is. Like I just that don't understand. Do it at your own peril. I was, yeah. I was with friends last night, Yeah, and immediately the the phones were out. Yeah. Like, it was like, have you seen the score? Yeah, we got it. And I'm like, hold well, on. I'm not allowed to, but yeah. have at it. Enjoy yourselves, boys. I, I don't blame you. Yeah. <laughs> They're just, is there a, 
you know, I know that there's some people who have like Mahomes fatigue because I can I know where you're coming from in terms the the, the Taylor Swift doesn't but that doesn't it bother doesn't me at bother all. Me. I really could care less. She's the biggest star in the world. Like, I, yeah, it doesn't make any difference. And to me. she's, I think like it's all justifiable. Genuinely, not good person. She's hugging on Travis, and that's it's fine. And I think she should be shown. Like, as anybody who's that famous would be if they were at a sporting event. I mean, yes. Like, it's it's not that big of a, it's not a big deal to me at all. Um, I I did find myself though, and I I do, and I love watching Mahomes. He's my favorite thing to watch, other than teams that I've cared about. If he's on, I will watch it because it's. He's good. He's a wizard. He's good. He's fun to watch. Um, but I did find it was going on. Like, sometimes I found myself, like, rooting a little bit for Baltimore. And I don't know if it's kind of like the Steph Curry thing, where we've just seen so much of them that we've seen so much of the brilliant. Like, we saw so much of Steph, you know. And I know here there was the thing, you know, obviously the rivalry with the Cavs. But even around the country, people would be, like, kind of just Steph fatigue. And I do think there's a little bit of Mahomes fatigue to all of this. Um, and I did find myself, like, while I was watching the game, like, kind of rooting for the Ravens, which I do not want them in the Super Bowl. No. But I, I did find myself, like, because I like Lamar, and I, I like, you know, Munkin, and I like some of their staff, and I found myself going, like, well, God, I can't have this. What are we doing here? But And I just wonder if some of it is, like, subconsciously, like, just we've had so much Mahomes over the last six years. Yeah, listen, I, I thought he came across so well on the quarterback show. I think that was he helpful did. for him. Um very likable. Yeah, very likable guy. He's good. And they're good. And now it's it's the Niners Chiefs. I mean that's a that's a marquee one, was it? Four years later? Cause that was Niners Chiefs. Four years later when when uh Kittle said, I'm gonna be back here and I'm gonna wreck or wreck this thing or whatever. Or with a vengeance. I'm gonna come back with a vengeance. Well, here he is. Here's your opportunity. In I mean, Vegas, it's gonna be great. So it'll be the same uniform matchup too, right? Because it, so it'll be they'll be white over gold, and it'll be red over white. That's what it was. Yeah, that's what it was the last time. It'll be that again. So it's, it's based on whose. It just alternates, AFC NFC home. Who wears the homes? And since it was four years ago, it should be the exact same uniform matchup. Oh baby, yeah, yeah. I thought, by the way, Lamar's catch of the deflected pass is one of the more incredible plays I've ever seen. No, just wait till you hear Tony Romo fawn over in about 25 minutes. He, his accelerate, like they thought they were picking that, and he was a That's purple blur that just came right through, caught it, and picked up 13 yards. It was unbelievable. Oh, wait, I got to add that. That is absolutely. Hold on. That was got, a, that's a one po- an extra 1.8 for him. Oh, that's that an extra 1.8. It's a 13-yard reception. Probably not going to get you there, but it's. Not going to get, no, but, but now, now it now puts us a one point. Now it's a one-point spread. There you go, one-point spread. Don't think the over-unders are a one-point spread, folks. Good week for you. I th- if I'm – with only two we had in – I'll do it in the break. I'm not sure. The only two we didn't have together – verify this because then I can tell you – was I had the NFC total over the AFC total. Um, that was the last one. That was uh, – let's see. 49ers and Lions. Yes, you, yes, 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 yes. Yes. Now, easy so win. that's an easy dub. So and then I had McCaffrey and Kittle against Amon Ron Gibbs. That is also true. And that one yards. went that one went That one had to be pretty 159 close. total yards for McCaffrey and Kittle, 145. Oh jeez. For the Leones. Give a so down, down 3. Give a down 3. Oh baby. Down 3. Can have to catch up with the Super Bowl, Give a. You'll have to go opposite. I'll make him go first. No one no And you're going to have to go opposite every single week. I'm right everyone. where I need to be. <laughs> I just need to get two right. We're just That's we're right. right where we need to be. That's it. That's it. Yeah, that was fun. I loved it. I thought the AFC Championship game was great. It was a heavyweight fight. It was, it was awesome. ugly. It was by the way, but it was but it was it was fine. a slobber it, it was thrilling. Both defenses were awesome. That's yeah, what I was, that's where I was going. You can talk about Mahomes good. and yeah. Andy Reid. 
But the job that Kansas City defense did, that Kansas City defense Chris is the Jones. best maybe Mahomes has ever had. Chris uh, Jones no is doubt. a beast. How about the – he is a beast. Your boy uh, Zay Flowers running his mouth, costs him the yards, and then the guy he talks the smack to punches it out. Sneed punched it out at the goal line. Is that isn't it incredible how good these guys are that at following the script that they were able to do that on purpose? Yeah, it was that they it's followed amazing. the script that well. Yeah, I think that's always so funny when people think that about. Wasn't there some theory that the Super Bowl colors are like purple and red? So it was yes. supposed to be the oh yeah Ravens and Niners. It was predetermined following the script. Well, it turns nope. out not, no, not not. Here's the deal. This is a funny thing for like the people who say that some of that nonsense and like we laugh how hard at it. It would be to execute punching that ball out. We we laugh at it, you know, but there are some people who take who actually believe it. Like that's the problem with conspiracy theory. Like people some people actually believe it. Like they're they they do not have the intellectual property to be able to understand that it's nonsense. And so like the idea that the NFL needs nothing. They have all of your attention. You're they're wrapped in your attention. There's they don't need it. Doesn't matter who plays in the Super Bowl. They're going to go 100 million. It doesn't matter. Agreed. I do think what we learned from this season, not that it's anything that we learned just this season, but to truly be a team that kind of gels and has that run, your quarterback's got to stay healthy. If you yeah. just look at the final eight, yeah. you look at the final four, their quarterback stayed healthy all year long. Lamar played all year long. Mahomes played all year yep. long. Goff played all year long. Purdy played all year long. You take it around back. Stroud, other than two games with a concussion, basically played all year long. Allen played all year long. Yep. On the other side, Jordan Love played all year Baker. long. And Baker played all year long. I mean, yeah. keeping your, court, your quarterback, quarterback has to be upright and healthy. Is very important. Yep. Up next to the NFC, I can only imagine. if I wish we could publish the Pedro text I actually chain. requested him yesterday. I'm like, I really, and I don't think none of it's possible to share. But no. You did give me a funny Cliff Notes version of his uh, emotional. It was a roller coaster. I'll just yeah. basically, you know, first half, misery. Start sending me things of like. We're firing people. He's sending me joke articles. Texas politely declines the Cowboys' offer to send offensive line to guard the border. Like, he's starting to – this is in the middle of game. Like, what's going on? Sending me this. Lions are better. Wonder where Steve Wilkes is going to be coaching next year. <laughs> like, defensive linemen stink. Oh, he not a fan of Chase Young. I'll tell you that much. Not well, a fan of Chase Young. The one play was pretty brutal where he just all. stopped. I think it was the Gibbs touchdown. Yeah. He's like, like, I'm done. I'm not going to pursue it. Yeah. What else did he want? It'll be fascinating to see where he ends up in the offseason. We need need to revamp the right side of the offensive line, get a slack corner, get a new coordinator. Then he hates the prevent defense. All it does is prevent you from From winning. winning, of course. Yes. And then they score. He goes, see? See? Let him zip down the field. He's like, Niners will need a first down. Okay. So a roller coaster of emotions, and then, then he was at happy. His his walk off was Purdy can come from behind after all twice. <laughs> okay. Did you just text back hashtag Montana? Pert Brock Montana. <laughs> then he was saying Purdy's better with his legs. He looked he liked his two runs. He was very happy about that, but he he was pleased. Then we were talking Super Bowl for a second. Then he looked at the prices of everything associated with it, and I think he said, "Yeah, no." We could afford it on you. You give a little scally. Take the old man for his birthday. Take the old man for his birthday. You and him in October. Early birthday present. Very early. Maybe you and him. 
Do it upright. A little father-son bonding. Father-son bonding. Well, so far, like it. it looks like it would be, like, right now. Again, this could change, and perhaps yeah. I have other avenues to explore, but looks like all-in would be at least for, for if you went there for two nights, north of 15 grand for two people. Yeah, do you think that those – I, I, I always hotel, tell people on the hotels and, I would wait. And tickets. Wait till next week. How about wait. the Airbnb situation? Well, I also think the hotel situation is going to clear up tremendously in the next week. It's got to at some point. Because they have apex hotel rooms. Well, There's and, plenty. And they didn't know – who. nobody knew who was playing. Right. Right. So they're trying to get you now, and yeah. it'll it'll calm down for sure. Um, it's a cruel way. I mean, you do the one thought. It's a cruel way to lose. It's twenty. It's you're up three scores. You're up twenty four seven, and and you you can't hold it. I guess if there's one positive for it, San Francisco because of the turnovers came back so quickly in the third quarter. So it's not like this was like death by a thousand cuts. It was bludgeoned. I mean, it was tie game right away and it was like okay well i guess game on um i felt sick for lions fans just sick for them i mean i they're the only team to never play in the super bowl that was in existence from the entire super bowl era they're the only ones because we missed years we weren't in existence for a couple of years so it's but they're the only one who's been there the whole time who's never played in it and you could listen to dan campbell post game and you 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 he knows as a player how difficult it all is yeah and you could almost sense like this you never know what's going to be your shot but he knows how hard it is to scale that mountain and to be up three scores in an nfc championship game on the road with all that momentum it was opportunity lost for sure for them and it it, you don't know if you'll be back and you need to evaluate some of the way you go about your business yeah there has to be nuance you cannot just be, you know, a power puncher all the time. Power punchers, yeah, you're going to get a lot of knockouts and it's going to work, but power punchers lose. You have to be a boxer. You have to master the sweet science, and it takes nuance and understanding the situations and what's going on. Yeah. I I thought of the decisions. I thought kick, the field goal at the end of the first half was fine. Three scores on the road, 24-7, right? That's what mm-hmm. it made it. And you didn't want that drive to end empty. And then they got the ball to start that all of a sudden, maybe that changed the way that, yeah. you know, could have changed the momentum. Cause if, if you miss, if you don't kick it and you don't get it, it's 21, seven Niners get the ball. Say they make it 21, 14. It's one score game. All of a sudden you're like, wait a second. How'd that happen? Yeah. What just happened? He just dominated the, the, the fourth down where Josh Reynolds dropped it. Ugh. That was them trying to deliver a knockout punch mm-hmm. and I'm fine with it. You're still up 14. Even if you didn't get it, I, I I was okay with that one. Now the one when they were found themselves down three, mm-hmm. you've got to kick that field goal yeah. and tie the game. You've got to kick that field goal. Yeah, I didn't think there was any way they were snapping. I thought they were going to go take it down to like one second and mm-hmm. and then call a timeout or something. Yep. The other thing, so that was I thought that was horrible. I thought that was just this is who we are, that this is who we are stuff, it doesn't work. You have to adapt and adjust to the situations presented. I think in some ways for us with our defense, we played a this is who we are game against the, the Texans mm-hmm. as opposed to maybe making some adjustments that would have countered what they did better. Like just take Nico Collins out of the game. Nico Collins, you're going to be vaporized. You're out. I think that that is a tough thing. And the other thing they did that I thought was incredibly insane is call a run play near the goal line. Because you're talking down 10 with a minute on third and goal. Well, you had all three timeouts. The risk risk of it not working outweighs the potential reward of of it working. So you have to throw it there because then you can kick off deep. Yep. 
stop them. They got to punt. They have to punt. You got a chance to get into field goal range and kick a field goal that could yeah. tie the game. Yeah. No, it was, that was a, that was just crazy. <laughs> just crazy. You know, it was. It was just wild clock management. It was wild in choices. Um, yeah, you you have to have nuance, and it was all there for him. And you know, they blew it. And it's you know, I don't. It's hard. It's a hard business, man. Like that franchise. It's been thirty some years between championship games. Since they've been in them, it's really hard. They know how hard it is to get back. I really like their roster. Um, I, I think it, you know, it's interesting. They finally got something out of Jamison Williams. He provided them with a big pop, something that, that he hadn't really done all year. It's kind of what we always thought he would do for them, and they never really were able to get it going. And then they did in the in the game yesterday. The fumble and the drop in the second half, the drop on the fourth down, and then the fumble. Oh. Um, those are just brutal spots. Um, on all of that stuff. Um, they were a fun team. They were a fun team, and um, they're going to be – I'm not sure in terms of their contract situation what they look like. they got to figure out Goff, right? they got to get him locked up, and they should. He's great. He's yep. great. Not not on him uh, yesterday at all. He's, he's a cool customer, to say the least. Um, for San Francisco now, I mean, this is three trips now for Kyle as a head coach. Or, no, second trip as a head coach and then offensive coordinator, but – He's been to the Super Bowl now three times as either coordinator or head coach, twice as a head coach. Um, it's all on them. All the pressure's on them. Kansas City's house money at this point. Um, you always want to win the Super Bowl, but the pressure will be on San Francisco to do it. Yeah. It's it's going to be incredible. It's going to be incredible. The last one was good between these two. Yeah. This is going to be a great game. They were up 10 in the fourth quarter, the Niners. Yeah. Yep. That was the 49ers botched defense. Yeah, Emmanuel Mosley. Well, and didn't Garoppolo throw a pick late in that one, too? He missed Emmanuel Sanders for a Is that touchdown. what it was? He missed Sanders. That's right. I knew that there was a Garoppolo component yes. to this as well. They dialed it, it up. He was open, and he just overthrew him. Yeah, so they, they had one bust go the other way and then one that could have gone their way, and they got neither of them. And Kansas City got And they had the slant to Kittle that Chris Jones knocked down that if he completed that, he was gone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Chris Jones is a beast. He's a beast. Yeah. He is absolutely a beast. So, yeah. It was great. Great championships. What do you got for Griff uh, stat of the day, Griff? Does Uno read the Griff stat of the days? He can. By the way, I have a great story about the Griff stat. Let's hear it. So, the Griff stat the other day. Yep. About uh, Kelsey being seven catches away from eclipsing Jerry Rice. Mm-hmm. Adam Schefter tweets the very same thing yesterday morning. Yep. I I was copied on the Browns Daily Twitter account yep. by numerous people tweeting at Adam Schefter going, Griff already had this on Browns <laughs> Daily three days ago. Correct. You're late. You're late, Schefter. You're late. Yes. And I'm like, is this really happening? That's amazing. It's great. Chef, well, maybe Schefter listens to the show, Griff. Should. He should. Yeah. Miss a little, miss a lot. First one from Griff today. The 49ers 17-point comeback win matched the largest comeback victory in NFC Championship game history. According to NFL research, the 49ers were also previously 0-5 when trailing by at least 14 points at any game since 2022. All right, that's great. Question. What did it match? Which other team came back from 17 down? The 2012 San Francisco 49ers. Against who? Boy, I don't even Atlanta. Remember. Atlanta. Atlanta, the 2012 Falcons. 
Matt Ryan? It definitely Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan yes. and Julio? I don't remember much about Boy, I don't that remember game. that game I mean, at I was all. 11, so. <laughs> There's no reason to rub it in. <laughs> wow, I, that I is wild. I was just looking it up to see what the last one was. I remember they did bring it up during the broadcast. Like it was the last time was the Niners. 24. Niners were down 17 to nothing in the game. Started with a Julio Jones touchdown. Was it in San Francisco or was it, it in was Atlanta? It was in Atlanta. Hmm. Matt Bryant, 35-yard field goal, 10 nothing. Julio Jones, 20-yard touchdown, 17 nothing. And then they came back. LaMichael James, 15-yard touchdown run. Vernon Davis, 4-yard touchdown pass from Kaepernick. Akers, a couple of field goals. Then Tony Gonzalez, 10-yard pass from Matt Ryan. And then they made the kick, 24-14. Frank Gore, 5 yards out, 24-21. Gore from 9 yards out makes it 28-24 with 8.23 to go. And that would be the last score of the game in this one. Colin Kaepernick, this is with Harbs, obviously. Kaepernick throws 16 of 21 for 233 yards and one touchdown. Quarterback rating of 130. Gore ran 21 times for 90 yards and two touchdowns. LaMichael James had five for 34 and touchdown. Kaepernick ran for 21. Vernon Davis, 106 and a touchdown. Randy Moss was on that team. Oh, Randy. Randy Mo- I forgot that Randy Moss was on that team. Randy Moss, three for 46. Crabtree, six for 57. They had Delaney Walker as well. I have no recollection of Randy Moss on that team. Atlanta, Matt Ryan, 30 of 42 for 396. Three touchdowns, rating of 115. Their running backs were Michael the Burner Turner and Jaquiz Rogers. Julio had 11 for 182 and two. Roddy White, seven for 100. Tony Gonzalez, eight for 78 and a hey, touchdown. So many weapons. Jeez Louise. That's wild. The AFC version of that was Baltimore over New England, uh, twenty-eight to thirteen, with our wow. guy Flacco. Um, yeah, Baltimore. they came back twenty-eight thirteen. No, no, no. They yeah they beat Baltimore beat New England twenty-eight thirteen okay. in the, in the two thousand twelve AFC Championship. It was ten. It was thirteen seven New England at half. Baltimore scored. Anquan Bolden had two touchdowns in the fourth quarter. Man, uh, the the they actually scored the last three touchdowns. Baltimore did with our guy Flacco. Getting it done, so that's how that worked, and that was the uh, the Super Bowl, and people thought, all right, you have you have two, right? You have two grip sets. Yeah, one more. All right, go ahead. About the AFC Championship right. game, after Sunday's AFC Championship win, head coach Andy Reid is now six and zero in the playoffs against his former assistants, and twenty two and nine overall in the regular season. So Belichick level domination dominates. Him. It's kind of like Saban used to. Yeah, Saban, Saban before Kirby Smart he used to just dominate the assistants, just crush them. Um, do you guys know where Andy Reid sits on the NFL all-time wins list? I do not. Top five. Yep. Four. He's 258. So Shula. Yep. Belichick. Hallis is two. Hallis. Yeah. And then, and then Reed. Reed. He's 65. He's at 258 right now. I yeah. think Belichick's at like 302 or something like that. Okay. Um. But in that, I'm not sure if that one counts playoff wins in addition because yep. if that happens, he's going to stack even quicker. Yes, he's 65. Like he's going to. There's no question. He's a football guy. Like there is no through personal life for him. Like he's just he coaches football. That's the that's his life. He will coach it as long as Mahomes can go. I had somebody say, "Well, how much longer is Andy Reid going to coach?" I'm like, "Until he can't. Like he's going to coach to 72. He could easily coach five more years, seven more years with Mahomes for sure. Yeah, and they could track that down if he's if he's in the 13 wins a year mode." For the next, he's going to get there quick. Yeah. He's going to get there really quick. Now, I don't know if he's going to get Shula because Shula's like 328, but he's going to be definitely in the vicinity by the time all is said and done. By the way, Renamos. Yep. 
2012, his last year in the NFL, played for the Niners. 28 catches, 434 yards, three touchdowns, 15.5 a catch. Yeah. I, I so wanted him to win a Super Bowl. And he came back after he missed the season. He retired after 2010, so didn't play 2011, then came back to play with the Niners at the age of 35. So he never won a Super Bowl. No, because the 07 Patriots, they lost. lost. That was the best team he was ever on. Yeah. That year he only had seven catches for 94 yards in the playoffs in three games. In 07? Yeah. I wonder what happened. Why they didn't, Why that would have been the case. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, be part of one of the most passionate fan base in the NFL. Join the Next Gen STM presented by Ticketmaster. Official waitlist here, Cleveland Browns being a Next Gen STM is the best chance to become a season ticket member in future seasons. Visit clevelandbrowns.com slash stm to reserve your spot today. Coming up next, some of the incredible sound bites from Championship Weekend from the various uh play-by-play and color duos around the league it's always a good listen it's coming up next you're listening to cleveland browns daily brought to you by ballybet sports betting partner your cleveland browns now live in ohio on 850 espn cleveland cleveland browns daily brought to you by ballybet now live in ohio on 850 espn cleveland Don't miss Billy Joel, Rod Stewart together for the first time ever Friday, September 13th at Cleveland Browns Stadium. Tickets go on sale Friday, February 2nd at 10 a.m. Visit clevelandbrowns.com slash billionrod2024 for more information. It's Billy Joel and Rod Stewart together for one night only. Still is a, it's just Still a one night deal. It's wild. It's amazing. It's amazing that that's happening. So apparently this tour, I think, is a lot of one night onlys because there's a Vegas one. Oh, is one it like a billion? thing that's a one night only oh so it's a billy joel one night only that's what it feels like it's like yeah. billy joel and superstar guests i got you yeah well that's strong uh jim harbaugh officially introduced in uh la today and in the powder blues i see i'm looking at the video of him and it looks weird he's a he's, and he he's is a different weird. cat man yeah how do you think he is going to coexist with their social media team i think he won't even be aware of it like i don't think he'll I just they have a pretty cutting even, edge. They're very cutting edge. I don't think he'll even be. I don't think he'll I don't be. Know, man, coaches. He's. I don't think he's someone who's too worried about those type of things. I think he'll stay on on his side of it. So he brought, he brought, Jesse Minter, and then his, is that his and his, his as DC coach. and his strength coach. Yeah, which I always think it's funny when it when college guys bring their strength coach because my buddy Schlegel went with Urban to Jacksonville. And this spoke more to Urban's just naivete in terms of what the job was. Like, Urban thought that, like, Schlegs was going to be, like, doing mat drills <laughs> with NFL players and that the whole team would stay in Jacksonville and train all offseason and all of this. And, like, he was so naive to what the NFL was. It's, it's honestly stupefying that it, how naive he was. Um, but, like, I think of that. And Harbaugh would know better. So he must just really like this guy. But, like, it's a very. To me, here's the other thing like, strength job is a million dollar job in college. And you'll be there forever. Yeah, and it's a million bucks now. Yeah, like you don't have to worry about are, NILs and everything no, as a strength coach. No, the, Your the, job is just to get guys working yeah, out and make sure everybody's the, in shape. The strength coach at Ohio State's a million-dollar job. It would be at Michigan, too. There's no yeah. way a strength coach in the NFL is a million-dollar job. Unless you add other titles to it. I can't see it. 
All right, we've got uh, some of the best calls of the weekend. These are always fun. Let's start with, uh, this is 106.5 The Wolf, the radio home of the Kansas City Chiefs. This is the Mahomes to Travis Kelsey touchdown, one of the two. Mahomes to throw against a four-man rush. Fires it near side to Kelsey. Comes back to the ball and holds it in. Touchdown, Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes absolutely took duct tape and just wrapped the ball around the waist of Travis Kelsey for a 19-yard touchdown. I, I wasn't going to play it, and I'm like, wait a minute. Last week, we had to play a number of these. Took duct tape, duct tape duct and tape. wrapped it around the waist of Travis Kelsey. Last week, go. didn't he have the sweet nectar of the sweet end zone? Sweet nectar of the end zone. That was an unbelievable throw. So, Kelsey runs an out and up, and it was covered perfectly by Hamilton. Mm-hmm. And he throws it back shoulder into his hip. Yep. It was unbelievable. And it's a great catch. Kelsey... Kelsey's hands are unreal. Yeah, he was trending like all season. It was like, look, he's getting older. It's all those things. And, and now he's dominating everything. The playoffs. Just completely dominating. He's got like 180-something yards, 190 yeah, yards. And totally dominant. Yeah, totally dominant. Uh, we go to network for this one. Uh, this is Jim Nance and Tony Romo. Uh, this is the play we talked about earlier. This is Lamar Jackson catching his own tipped pass. Second and five. Ball batted up into the air and caught by Jackson. He caught his own pass. That's one of the greatest plays I've ever seen. This is intercepted 100% by the Chiefs' read. And Lamar uses the instincts, the God-given gifts, the awareness to go beat him to the punt (laughs) and makes one of the greatest plays you'll ever see in a championship game. So that clearly is him talking about the replay, right? That's not in real time because Lamar ran for 20 yards. Correct. So like it's it's Nance's calling of the catch and then Romo seeing Later it on, on replay. Okay, yeah, that's that's the way that I thought it was. So here's my thing. It was incredible. I I often think my only criticism that I would make of the NFL from a broadcast standpoint is I wish they would shoot the games a little wider so that we could see a little bit more. Typically, my beef here is so I can see a little bit more what's happening in coverage and I can yes. see some of that. Um, I think they shoot the game too tight. Yep. And I wish they would just zoom it out a little bit. So our t- they're, they're still shooting it as if everyone's got an 18-inch TV, right? We all got real big TVs now. Everybody does. They're very affordable. Anybody can get them. Like, shoot the thing wide, man. We're not in trouble seeing it. And this was an example of it. Because you, when the ball is tipped, it leaves the screen. So you can't see where the ball is yep. when it's tipped. So you're, you're, it's like it's coming down out of the sky, but nobody knows where. So you don't even get to see really Lamar jockeying for it. Like he literally like shot out of a cannon is what it was like on television because you didn't have a chance to see like where the Chiefs like ready to fair catch it. You, you had no because it was no in the idea. air forever. You had no context. And they just shot out of because <clears throat> yeah. it was shot tight. So from that sense it added the surprise. Because then did. all of a sudden you see this purple blur and he catches it and goes. I think it's Sneed who gets him down. Was it Sneed who got him down? I think so. Yeah. Like if he didn't He might have been gone. Phew, have been unreal yeah he was gaining steam uh, real quick yeah 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 that's that's how that thing was going to end just the fawning like is it the greatest one of the greatest plays in championship game history if they win it is if he, if they win Maybe. it is then it's you know i don't know it's all so hard because if you think about like the like the immaculate reception um or the raiders the holy roller like those plays from like the 70s like you, those were replayed over and over and over yeah. again on VHS. Like you were, you yeah. saw them forever. Like I don't know if anything will have that anymore. We're so prisoner of the moment 
when you did 2012 and we were doing the Niners and the Falcons, I couldn't even remember who the Ravens played in the AFC. I couldn't remember the AFC Championship game at all from that year. Nothing. Yeah. No recollection of it. So I think we're, you know, it's just the repetitiveness. I, no, I don't think it probably would live on that way. And because they lost, it definitely won't. Um, all right, let's stay in that game. This is 106.5, the Wolf. This is Zay Flowers fumbling, fumbling it into the into the end zone. This was not one of those ones where they reached, so let's got punched out. Punched out. Yep. Got straight up punched out. So here's the call. Back to throw is Lamar Jackson over the middle, caught by Zay Flowers, and lunges for the end zone. They're going to say the ball's out. They're going to say the ball is out in the end zone. The Chiefs think they have the ball in the end zone. No official has been given yet. They're going to say a touchback. The Chiefs recover the ball in the end zone. Zay Flowers hit short of the end zone and fumbles the ball. <laughs> I like, they're going to say, he used that a few times, and then he, I think he may have said end zone eight times in that one. He might have. In that clip. He's that pretty good. excitable, yeah. He is. He's, he's great. He's it's great. fun to listen to. I mean, to. The, the, a lot. it's the best play of the game. Yeah, it is. It's, Did I mean, the it's, color guy give Legereus Sneed the credit? Did he say they did they punch it out? It, did they pick that up? It. Yeah, what happened there? See, that to me is is if they punched that and that ball went out of bounds through yeah. the end zone, it should still be their ball. But they recovered in the end zone. End of story. End of like, story. It's yeah. a good normal. It was a great play. If 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 they would have, so if they punch it out and the Ravens recover it in the end zone, it's it's still a touchback, right? Yep. So regard if they punch the, it out, if the forty nine or I'm sorry, if the chief if Sneed punched it out. And it rolled into the end zone, and the Ravens jumped on it. I think it'd be a touchdown. It's a touchdown. Yeah. If you reach for it, and it, you fumble it, well, only if it fumbles out of bounds. What if he if he punches it out and it fumbles out of the bounds? Touchback. It's quite touchback. the conundrum. Yeah. Touchback, which touchback, makes no sense. Which, which makes no sense. If it, if nobody gets it, it should go right back to right where back the fumble to where it was. Yeah. yeah, that's how. It and I'm not sure if an offensive player recovered it, if it wouldn't have gone back. Because you can't, I don't know if you can. Ad- you, because you can't advance a fumble in the inside the certain whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna look that up. Let me get this exact rule. Right, get to the Uno. Bottom. Look that up. Get the MIT kids to look it up. Uno. Uno Ocho. Uno's on it. Let's go. Yeah, Young Griff. Uno's on it. Um, all right. This is uh, WBAL Radio, home of the Ravens. Jerry Sandusky, who, by the way, do you remember when all the other Jerry Sandusky well, stuff happened? Yeah. And he, I've, I've met this one. He's, he's, he's a great. great guy. His dad played for the Browns. That's fantastic. Yeah. But like, I probably would have changed my name. Yeah. He didn't. He's held firm. Hall of Famer Rod Woodson on this one as well. Which so wait a second, is, Rod Woodson yes. does radio yeah. for the Ravens, he's color right analyst for the Ravens. Yeah, like he's on the All Steelers team. Yeah, all time. He does Ravens. I know. Wow, that's wild to me. It, it's very. I wild. guess I'd rather live in the Baltimore area than Pittsburgh, though. So maybe that's why. Um, here is uh, the icing of the game. This is Mahomes with that with the pass to Valdez Scantling. Chiefs come to the line of scrimmage. It's at the Kansas City 46. 2.19 left to play. The two-minute warning will stop the clock. That's it for the Ravens. They must stop Kansas City here because the Ravens are out of timeouts. I just can't see them throwing the football. Mahomes has Pacheco in the backfield. The Chiefs quarterback stands in the shotgun. He takes the snap. He wants the throw. Lobs it deep down the middle. He's got Valdez Scantling wide open at the 20-yard line. He makes a falling catch, and that is going to do it. It will run us to the two-minute warning, but the Ravens are out of timeouts, and this season is out of days. All right, two things. Number one, Rod Woodson, no, (laughs) before the call is funny. Number two, and maybe from the radio booth it looked differently, but that was certainly not a wide-open 
It was like he was just standing out there footloose and fancy no, free, uh-uh. and it was over the defender, and he kind of had to make like kind of a leaping, tumbling, very yeah. good catch. He was catch. falling backwards as he made the catch. He landed on his butt. Also, a tremendous amount of, of confidence in Mahomes for Valdez-Scantling, who's crushed him a lot this yeah. year. You know, come back to haunt him, to, to give him a shot to make that play. I did like, what did he say? They're not, well, clearly they're not going to pass it here or something like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe you do. Maybe you See, do. that's always like a tough, because he's adding a player perspective. And so what he was saying is they got to keep it going. In my mind, in that situation, you're thinking, okay, they've got Mahomes. They're going to try to end this game right now. So my guess would have been they're going to throw it, but they're going to put move the pocket and say if you, if you can't, if there's nothing there, just slide. The mm-hmm. yards are not as important as the time. Yes. Yeah. But they, the notion that they were not going to put the ball in Patrick Mahomes' no. hand there when you have a chance to end the game is, you, yes, you are. Yeah, going he, he's that. going to have it, yeah. Uh, let's go to the NFC game. This is from KNBR, home of the Niners. Is yeah, KNBR. And Tim Ryan on the Brandon I catch off the Lions defensive back uh, and then his TD right after. Purdy sends Kittle in motion right. Purdy out of the shotgun, drops a couple of steps, going to take a deep shot to Brandon Ayuk. It's the flag. Oh, he caught it. Caught. Ayuk caught it out of the air. A flag is also down. Did Ayuk score? He got touched out on the two-yard line. That's going to be DPI and a deflection, and Brandon Ayuk never gave up on the football and came down with it at the two- or three-yard line. Unbelievable play as Brock Purdy took a deep drop. And they went at Vildor. He overthrew him, but Vildor tipped the ball up in the air trying to intercept it. Ayuk, he got up and That's scored, maybe. That's a touchdown. He got up before he was touched down. The ball went off the face mask of Vildor. Ayuk jumping through the air. He may have been touched by Vildor. I think Vildor's there hand no hit his thigh the pad. The catch was made. Kittle and Jennings right. McCaffrey runs around. Purdy pressured. Purdy throws. Caught by Brandon Ayuk. Touchdown. San Francisco, Ayuk, Ayuk, Ayuk is on fire. That's great. That's awesome. That's awesome, man. At the end, that's awesome. Ayuk, Ayuk, Ayuk is on fire. Greg Papa, obviously somebody that I was very familiar with going up, and Tim Ryan. He used to do TV games. TV games, yeah, yeah. for a long, long time. That that was great. I think he's a novelist too. Is isn't he, or is he? Is it? I don't know. Tim Ryan. There's a former NFL player who writes fiction, like writes NFL. That might be Tim Green. I don't know. I, there's, there, I, I think I may be getting him confused. But no, he's. They were great. Yeah, that was good. That, the whole thing was great. You guys want the fumble rule? For the, uh, yeah, give fumbling it to me. Give me the, the fumble end zone. Rule, yeah. Gibby, are me and are me and uh, Jimmy gonna get a chant like that? <laughs> the chief. The chief. The, the chief, chief is, is on fire. fire. So anybody can recover it in the end zone unless it's under two minutes in either half or on fourth down. So if that was yep. under two minutes and Zay Flowers fumbled it, he would have been the only person who could have picked it up in the end zone for a touchdown. Got it. But I any other you. time in the game, anybody else can. Anybody else Yeah, can. they're trying to eliminate the end where you're just like, here, I'm just fumble Chuck the ball it, forward yeah. and yep. you make something happen. All right, here is, uh, this is again from KNBR. This is the Niners on the final call. Christian McCaffrey's going to his first Super Bowl. Brock Purdy's going, going to, to his, his first, first Super Bowl. Bowl. Just back up here, Brock. Take one or two steps back. Back up. Go down. It's over. The Niners are going to Vegas. That's great. Like he's talking to Brock as if he's his child. One or two steps here, Brock. Go down. (laughs) He was telling Greenlaw to go down last week. He was. Yeah, he was not having that. Just get down. 
Greenlaw's like, I got job. the over, man. Yeah. I got to get me the nine and a half on this thing. Oh, man. Um, all right, this uh, now some post-game stuff. This is from CBS. This is uh, Travis Kelsey with Jim Nance post-game. Nance asking him about breaking Jerry Rice's record. You became today, during this win, you became the all-time postseason leader in receptions in the playoffs. You moved past Jerry Rice. I know it was all about the win, but this was legendary stuff that happened out here today. Shout out to Jerry Rice, baby. The Chiefs are still the Chiefs, and believe it, <laughs> you got to fight for your right to Believe it, baby. We're going to Las Vegas, Nevada, to go get us another one. That was almost Playmaker. Yeah, yeah it was. Las Vegas, Las Vegas, to get us another one. <laughs> that was very Playmaker. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Yeah. Kelsey's been great. listening to the show. Yeah. That's great. That's one of those ones where he, you're so amped up that, like, they, they, were, they have reveled in this underdog road thing yes, it's all it's of fun. them they're it's having new. the time of their life they've never had this experience yeah, before so um all right this oh this is the one that i mentioned i'm glad you have this in here this is dan campbell uh post game kind of just the realization of how tough this is to get to this point and how close they were told those guys this may have been always high. do i think that no do i believe that no however i i know how hard it is to get here I, i'm well aware and it'll be it's going to be twice as hard to get back to this point next year than it was this year. That's that's the reality. Yeah, he, his whole press conference was – I just appreciated the hell out of it because it was so honest, emotional. He talked about the fourth down stuff, and he gets it, and I can second-guess totally. it and all of that. Like, But it was human. Like, it wasn't – he wasn't a robot. It wasn't he contrived. Is. He is what you think he is. Yeah. He's real, and, and you know, I think – this will be a good period of evaluation of maybe some of the decisions, and or maybe they'll say, you know what, that's who we are, this is what we do, and that's it got us here. And he's feeling pretty good about it. Yeah. Um, if we are to get there, Deshaun Watson will have to be very, very good next season. He was on the Lockerverse podcast. We'll have some of that for you coming up next. You're listening to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Elk and Elk, serious lawyers, serious injuries. Call 1-800-ELK-OHIO for a free case review. Elk and Elk's proud partner of your Cleveland Browns. Uh, our, pot, our, our quarterback on his podcast, Deshaun Watson, um, saying he would love to bring fellow Clemson Tiger T. Higgins into town this offseason. Here's Deshaun, courtesy of the Lockerverse podcast on T. Higgins. Cleveland Browns, you go ahead and grab my dog, T. Hey, Hello. 
Fifty. Oh, what's up with us, man? We just <laughs> over here. I know you was down the road with family ties. You know, mm -hmm. a, we want to pass the ball. You know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. like, you know that that's that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna pass it a lot. You know what I'm saying? To Chubb and Ford. They even gotta leave the state. And we're gonna take good care of you. The Cleveland fans are gonna <laughs> love you. They're gonna love you to death. And we got the Clemson ties. We didn't get to play with each other, but this is our opportunity. So, like, man, come on over to the land. Man. <laughs> I like it. I'm not a fan. Certainly yeah. for it, uh, all you can. Money wise, I don't know how, because I think T's going to get no, you can, a lot. Listen, we're going to restructure, we're going to be able to clear up plenty of space. I just don't, everything, and you probably know about this a little bit more because you talk more Bengals elsewhere. Yeah. But isn't the sense from everybody's they're going to tag and trade him? And I don't see that trade happening in our division. That's everything I hear. And I, anytime you talk to people down there, they still they live in some fantasy world where somehow they're going to be able to keep him. Yeah, the, the, I don't think so. I don't see how that you could have that much committed unless it was very – because they don't have to pay Chase yet, but that'll be after next year. They'll yep. have to pay him. So, like, I don't know. I don't know how they do it. I, I know that they were still optimistic that they could somehow do it and that, that Burroughs' extension – allowed for that somehow but i i don't to me it seems like you'd have you to them would have a quarterback and two receivers getting 40 percent of your payroll maybe more yeah if you paid him market value so unless he's gonna like just do you a favor which i don't think you can do at that point in your career yeah yeah there's no i mean i was trying to look and i've seen a lot of talk about dk metcalf i just don't see how people think that's that's a thing that dk could end up here yeah He is not a free agent until 2026. Sent a three-year, $72 million contract with $30 million signing bonus, $58 million guaranteed. In 2024, he's got a dead cap value of $23 million. So I just don't see how they would do that. Yeah, we, we got to be realistic, kids, yeah. as we get into the offseason. Um, more importantly, um, here is Deshaun Watson on his shoulder and how rehab is going. Now weeks from post-surgery. So, I mean, everything's going smooth. We're right on track. A little bit ahead, so they got to, you know, kind of slow me down and make sure I'm doing everything, uh, you know, the proper way. And uh, we we take it one day at a time. There you go. Look forward to seeing him here this spring. Yeah. I'm excited to see him back here throw and see what this offense looks like uh, with some of the reported changes coming on that side of the ball. And that's that's what it's all about. I mean, I think our defense is. is going to be excellent. We obviously proved that we can win. We're going to play a much more challenging schedule this year. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're going to need our quarterback. That's the key. Look at the teams that are there. It is. That's In what the it, AFC. Yes. You have no choice. Yes. You just don't. I mean, the final four were Stroud, Lamar, Mahomes, Allen. Yeah. That's right. Burrow's going to come back next year healthy. Aaron Rodgers is going to come back healthy. Deshaun's going to come back healthy. I can't imagine Pittsburgh standing pat. I know they're saying that they are, but I can't imagine that they're just going to be like, yeah, let's roll this back. No. That operation. I no. just don't think they're dumb enough. To, they're just too smart to do that. So, yeah, that's that's issue one through one through ten of importance is 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 that is that one. Uh, Brownie Awards. Is this is this is it? This is the unveiling. Is this the first Brownie Awards? We've we've not done this. No. 
This is the first Brownie Award, so we're going to explain it. We're going to get started on it coming up next. Listen to Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, sports betting partner of Cleveland Browns, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. If your game plan for this season includes buying or selling a home, Howard Hanna has the answer, delivering a winning strategy for breaking down the game of real estate. As the market leaders in Northeast Ohio, more buyers and sellers trust Howard Hanna to be the home winning team. Visit howardhanna.com slash go Browns today. All right, here is the objective, should you choose to accept it, the mission, if you will. We are announcing, oh, do we have a, the music leads me to believe, do we have an open or was, did that... No, no, oh, it's I just, just hear a little like, music bed underneath, a like little awards music underneath. I like it. Emotional awards music. Good Kevin job. Kevin coming through. Out of Kevin, all involved. Um, all right, this is the uh, the CBD Brownie Awards. There's so many ways Let's you can go. read that. Very many. I love that. That's fantastic. This should be sponsored, this and I really know who the sponsor be. should be. They Mr. Dog? No, I think they sponsor our two-point conversion attempts. Oh, there you go. Yeah, they should. That's exactly right. Yep. Get that locked in. All right, we start. We're going to pick uh, the four best wins of the season to be our top four seeds. So these are our four favorite wins. Yeah. So basically what right? we're doing this week. And we're going to let the fans decide. With, with the people's help because we're going to do we it like the people. on the on the Twitter people poll. Yep. We're going to take the top nine games mm-hmm. from this season. Right. We're going to put them into a bracket, and we're going to let the fans determine the best game of the year. I love it. I love we're, it. We're gonna we're gonna kind of steer you in certain directions, sure. in terms of being able to pick the top four. Yep. Uh, and and then, then from there, we'll give you our insights on each game, and I like it. It'll be up to the people. So I think the easy one seed is the Jets game. Okay, that's what I had. I mean, that had it all. Had it all. Magic, beautiful, incredible. Yep. You had the voice. Yep. The brilliance, the Flacco, night. the night, all of it. Um, it is interesting, isn't it, that the uh, that the you know two of the more memorable nights involved the Jets uh, in memorable games in the last six years involved the Jets in Cleveland at night. Yeah, beer fridges, beer yeah. fridges in that one. Playoff yeah. clinches. That was awesome. That that's the easy one. Herb Street's me. dog. Oh, that's right. The dog yeah, was at the, the dog base. was there. He's in the Craziness. mix. Yeah. All right. So that's I agree with that's that. My that's my clear number one. one. Yeah. Uh, so I went first on that one. Who's your? What's your number two? Uh, my number two was Ravens Week 10, 33-31. The comeback down fourteen. You beat the eventual number one seed in the AFC. Watson was fourteen of fourteen in the fourth quarter, and that was the one where you're like, we could be something special. It's hard to separate that from what we found out. Tuesday the next day. So I'm trying to transport myself back into the moment of that Sunday, and that was monstrous. Coming out of that game, it was, was we're winning the Super Bowl. Let's go. Yes. Let's go. Yeah. Because he was bad in the first half. Not bad, but he was – at the first half, there were times when I was like, oh, my gosh, like, what what is going on? And then it, it flipped, and he was spectacular in the second half. You beat Baltimore here. Uh, you you The comeback, as you alluded to – and, and you're right. When you and I did the show on Monday, because it wasn't until Tuesday, right? We found out on Wednesday morning. Wednesday morning. 
So the shows we did Monday and Tuesday were email. were from the van. Ugh. Oh God, we're from the from the perspective of uh, of okay, let's go. Yes, all is possible yes. despite the loss of Chubb and Conklin. Like all is possible at that moment. Yep. So, um, yeah, that was that was my clear second as well. That was my clear second as well on the list. Number three for me is Bengals Week One. That's what I had as number three. Did you really? Yeah. I, I numbered mine already. I haven't. Oh, I don't want to look because I, I I don't want to see. All right, well, that's, uh, that is three. I go Bengals week one, as as mine. Season opener, home opener, health, dominant defense. Yeah, weather was gross, but you know Deshaun like found a way and Burrow was, had a running Burrow was touchdown. So disinterested. Miles doing crossovers. Yeah, Miles. Miles cross. That's right. Miles sack where at the end where he's like, oh, and you got that yeah. great picture. Yeah, that was. I agree. You that broke was, Cincinnati. Like yes, Burrow was not interested in being there whatsoever. You still had Nick Chubb at that point, so it was all things possible. You just like it wasn't as clean as you wanted it to be offensively, but the weather was garbage. You were absolutely sure, a team that enough. could go win the Super Bowl. You won twenty four to three over its against a team that that going into this year felt like it was a Super Bowl contender, yep. which is what Cincinnati yep. did. Um, you dominated them, and you still had Nick, and you you said we all things are possible. And and away you go. So that that was the clear number three for me. Okay. That one. Interesting. I didn't have that on your. I didn't think you guys would have that in your top four. I'm trying to. I'm trying to put this back to the moment, the moment the time, that the it feel. happened. Yeah. Not the knowledge of everything that happened yeah. after. Gotcha. Um, okay. Is where that is. So you and I had the same one, two, three in order, without any previous conversation, without thinking about this until right now. Right now. Yeah. We had the same one, two, three in order. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Your number four. Based on looking over there, we do not have I think we could be four. different here because I see you're over here looking. I haven't looked and seen what you have. I have Steelers week 11, 13 to 10. So you have Donovan's return, smash oh, God, the guitar. We were at that game. That's Bootsy meeting Chomps. Chubb walks out into the tunnel. It's the yeah. Steelers, and this was the Steelers' record was great. This was a huge, huge game. You just found out you lost to Sean on Wednesday. DTR's got to start. And then DTR leads a game-winning drive to set up a D-hop walk-off uh, game-winning field goal. Like, what more do you I, – I thought it was Steelers, Donovan, DTR gets it done, we're back. Like, it went from the season is over to we are back, and this was awesome. Yeah. All right. So, uh, and that's D-hop, – D-hop missed the field goal. So, I, I'm just going to do this. I'm pretty sure it's clean. This is so. This is the game we went to with the boys. Yep. This is Bootsy fight the long-awaited yep. chomps. Bootsy in hold. Yeah, on the, the sidelines. All right? of that. All of that happened, and then this is Bootsy in the stands. Wait, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I gotta get this. You gotta hear this. It's unbelievable. So this is as it's going. I'm just pulling this up now. Ah. <laughs> Steelers suck. Come on, well done, kid. (laughs) It was an electric atmosphere. Yes, it's funny because you know we do so many games. You you know there's so many games, and you know I'm paying attention on the college side of things too. So like the individual moments of where you were at that time, that would have been our third straight win. I forgot about the component of no Deshaun. So that was always a game we were going to, but I didn't know. Ninety six hours removed from that. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, gosh, can this kid just do enough? And he did. 
Um, I just wanted to pull up that box score because it was, oh, my God, yeah. We really couldn't run it. I mean, he, he threw it 43 times. Yeah. DTR did in that game. And led for the – For 165, 3.8. It was just like survive, survive, survive. He led the survive, drive, though. And led the drive. Uh, that did it. Elijah, 6 for 60 in that game. Amari, just 4 for 34. Um, absolutely wild. We were also sitting right – Miles had two sacks. Sitting right next to TJ Watts. White right. Was that. right there with us yeah. in that one. So, well, so that wasn't initially my fourth. Yeah. But I had forgot all of the circumstances – when I when you see it chronologically and you remember it comes after Watson, you're heartbroken. Yes, right. You're heartbroken with the Watson injury, and it's like God, the season's lost. You come out of that win, you're seven and three. You're seven and three. You go, yeah. God, maybe the defense is good enough that we can do this. So my four initially was going to be Flacco at Houston because uh, it was just pure joy. It was like Flacco personified, like bombs over Baghdad. It's like, holy cow, how much fun is Amari this? Amari sets the record. Amari sets the record in that game. Wasn't that also on Christmas Eve? Christmas Eve. Eve. Right. So, like, I remember the whole family watching it um, and everybody watching it. It was like, let's go. Let's get the record. Like, let's pour it on. So, initially, that was my four. Um, I certainly hear your argument for the Pittsburgh one because of all of the other factors, and it's probably the right number four. Um, but in terms of as much fun as I've had, like, as a group of people not at a game watching – that was close to the top of the list to be with like Amy's whole family and everybody watching it and, and going, my God, we we're Flacco's ridiculous. We're really great. Yeah. The only thing that was for me and I have that game much, much, much lower. Yeah. It's probably cause it was Christmas Eve and I was in Houston, <laughs> yeah, but right. they started case Keenum. Yeah. Like they were hapless. They were, it was, it was just a beating. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it was awesome. Don't get me wrong. I thought it was awesome, but I had that a little bit farther down yeah. the list. It was just a, that was such a fun, it's funny, like you just, it's, you view it for the way of like your experience watching it. And that's, that was the way that, that I did. By the way, you mentioned Houston was with a couple of buddies last night. One of them is, is a fan of the team up North. He's yeah. from up there. Yeah. He went to the national championship game. He goes, Hey, why didn't you tell me that Houston sucks as a city? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I know. It's what, awful. What is, does it? So I've only flown through it. I've never really spent time in Houston. Is it just that it's so big and so spread out? It's big, spread I, out. Yeah. I think that's, that's most of it. He's like, it, the stadium's in the middle of nowhere. He goes, we're trying to find a bar to go to. Like, the stadium's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. You walk into a bar, there'd be four people in there. You'd go like two blocks down, and it'd be standing room only and a line out the door. Hmm. He's like, there was no rhyme or reason for anything in that city. Yeah. So what? Which one are we settling on? I'm, I'm shocked fine that with, the 49er game is not one of your top four. That's number five for me. It would have been, yeah, that's fine. I I am fine with Pittsburgh being four because then I had all of the memories of it. Um, I I thought the Texan one was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. It was the fun. other thing about the Texans one is to me it opened up like maybe Flacco's good enough that we can win the damn Super Bowl with him. And some of these other ones, like coming out of Pittsburgh, I wasn't like, let's go win the Super Bowl. No. And coming out of San Francisco, I wasn't like, let's go win the Super Bowl. Coming out of India, I wasn't go, let's go win the Super no. Bowl. The Flacco component, because he was so good and so dominant, and Amari was so dominant. And obviously, that I mean, they were starting Keenum and all of that, I remember obviously well. But, like, you just shredded them. You just got whatever you wanted on their defense. Yes. And it was kind of the culmination of that run of the Jags, the Bears, and the yes. Texans. And you had that three-game stretch. I thought the Jags and Bears games, I thought were maybe it was because it was home. 
the stakes felt very big at that time. The Jags were considered a great, yeah. great team at that time. And then they didn't even make the playoffs. I mean, they're all good. Yeah. That's the thing is the Niners game is the most improbable win of the year. The Colts game is one of the wildest and craziest games ever. Ever. Yeah. You know, the Jags game was a good game. The Bears game was a good game. And the comeback, you know, come back down from 17. I think we were down, what, 17-7 and came all the way back and won. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a they're all good. So, how many of these do we have to, to pick? So, to, we need like. The, the thought was okay, so those are the four games that we'll put up. Yeah. The fans can vote uh, at Browns underscore daily. And then, based on how those results come out, that's how those four teams will, or four games will be seeded. Okay. Oh. So, we're looking now for seeds five through nine, which leaves out two wins, but that's how this goes. I think you can leave out Titans week three. I'm fine with that. And they're supposed to be good, we, though. We originally like had that. You and I didn't really buy beating. it, though. We no, didn't really didn't buy, buy them. And I could leave out the Cardinals game. Yep. As we did other, that for as both the other, of those. As the other two that I would leave out. Those are just – they were just really comfortable wins. It was just like we're just better than them. And, yes. And that was it. Um, those are two excellent Deshaun games, too. Yeah. So who would you have at number five, then? Niners for me. I would probably want a Flacco one because I thought, that, to me, I guess that, that my head being the standpoint of, like, he was playing so well and He's it was so one. explosive. Yeah, for sure. But, like, the, coming, the Niners game was awesome, but I, I didn't think anything was – as we were playing right there, I didn't think you'd be – I didn't know if you could be a playoff team playing that way. And Flacco, the way he played made you think of that more was possible. There was, the hope was bigger. But I'm fine with it. Like, you were at them all. Your votes are worth two. All right, so Cleveland, San Fran, number Just because it's so improbable. Nobody expected us to win that game. Yeah. No one. No. Now, I'm fine. You want to do Houston Christmas Eve as the number six? I, I think one of the one of the Flacco. Or Jacksonville? I think the, the Houston one. For You have to remember, and I know your guys' situation is you're in Houston, but for, like, many Cleveland people, it's Christmas Eve – and you're going, oh, God, like, come on. This is a big game. Give us a lot to cheer for on Christmas. You're having Christmas Eve dinner with family. Like, my guess is every, certainly every television in this town has always turned to this, but this you were gathered probably with large groups. I would imagine the experience was similar to the one I had in many living rooms. I don't think right. my dad and I have ever been that comfortable watching a Browns game. It's like, fun. It was just fun. We were just having fun on Christmas blast. Eve. Yeah, like, it, was, it was just a great time the whole time. Yeah, so Amari chasing it was fun. I'm putting, I'm putting Houston down at number six. Though. Okay. Number seven. Colts, just because it was insane. Miles blo- jumps over the line, blocks yeah, a kick. Yeah, he did that. No, we never seen anything like that. fumble in the end zone for a touchdown. I'm fine with that. He was, and just the fact that won it on fourth down, Kareem runs it in. It's crazy. Yeah, that was nuts. So that yeah. leaves Bears and Jags to round it out. And well, those, be the that'll be our anyway. play-in game tomorrow. Yeah, those are, those are good games. It doesn't matter. They're both great games, but they're either one. That, that really doesn't matter because they play each other, right? Yeah, yeah. So that, put that's fine. Put those at, eight. That's fine. Jags at eight, Bears at nine. The Bears one, though, had the throw to Amari and the comeback. They're both good. I mean, they're all good. Yeah, a lot they're, of good wins. It was wins. a fun year, man. So tomorrow, of, again, we'll do the play-in game, eight, nine. Uh, coming up in about ten minutes, we'll get the poll up and running. 
people can pick the top four team or top four games. Yeah. We'll seed them appropriately. I like it. Quarters on like Wednesday, it. semis Thursday, finals Friday. I like where your head's at, Gibby. And the boys. Gibby and the boys. Good job. So much more to come. You'll listen to Cleveland Browns Daily on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Cleveland Browns Daily, brought to you by BallyBet, now live in Ohio on 850 ESPN Cleveland. Welcome back in. All right, so what's the name of the show? Griselda. Griselda. Because I, uh, I think I told you, like we, I watched a couple of the. I'm like, I can't do the crown. I can't do it. No. The bad stuff happened. I'm, I'm, I don't this is good. It's, it's fast though, man. This is it's like I said. It's only six episodes. It so needed... I wonder if she was too big of a star, or maybe she didn't want to commit to like series after series after series because she's already done that and she made so much money on Modern Family that she's like, I'll do this for a little bit, but. Because it, it easily could have been 20 episodes. It should have been. That's my biggest – that's my complaint of, of, with it is that I needed more and I wanted like a little bit more. You'll see when you kind of get – you get kind of what's the inspiration, but her backstory seems like she was calling shots for a long time before, and I would have loved to have seen that and seen her evolution into who and what she became. Yeah. It's good, though. Don't skip the origin story, man. No, and then don't yada yada with the peak. Like, <laughs> the let's fun. see what the fun is. The three years where, like, they're just living these outrageous lives in Miami. Like, That's they just, what we wanted. Right. That's part of the fun of it. It is. All right. The next level is coming up next. Thanks for listening, buddy. Cleveland Browns Daily, 850 ESPN Cleveland. You've been listening to Cleveland Browns Daily, a production of the Cleveland Browns and 850 ESPN Cleveland. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome.